0: Hey legends, I'm Eliza Lee and you're listening to The Making of an Incredible MD, the podcast for aspiring medical professionals. Last season, we geared you up with a ton of different topics and ethical dilemmas to think about in the medical field. And on this season of the podcast, we're taking you behind the scenes of live MMI mock stations that we run for our students who are about to sit their med interviews. So stay tuned for a new station each week and hear a handful of our future med students give it a good old crack. Today on Station 5, we have our Deakin University examiner, Matt, interviewing one of our aspiring med students, Ellie. And before we hit record, we give each student three minutes to read the station and they have eight minutes to respond. And today the station that Ellie read was this. You are a GP at a metropolitan clinic and a question you are required to ask your patients is whether they identify as Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander. This is a routine question which you do not usually get a lot of thought to. But today you have a patient who identifies as an Indigenous Australian and is offended by you asking about his cultural background. So that's the situation. And now here over to the questions.
1: So why do you think it is important to ask patients about their cultural background, including whether they identify as Indigenous?
2: Yes, I think it's really important um, to ask about their cultural background, and I think the reason why is because with different cultures, um, people have different perspectives on things like health, different notions and understandings of the world, and come from de- very different perspectives. And as a result, that changes and alters how we provide the healthcare to the individuals. Because you know we want to provide a culturally safe, personalised, like patient centred um, healthcare service. To each individual. And if it means that we're doing something that might offend them because we don't know about their cultural background or the differences that exist between my understanding and their understanding, um, I think that's something really we have to be aware of. Uh, And yeah, for example, um, for Indigenous peoples, I think that's an example of you know, where it is important because there are dif- a lot of differences between, for me, my Western upbringing understanding of health and their understanding of health. For example, you know, the importance of them to country within um, health perspective and things like that. So, yeah, that's why I think it's important to ask.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so what would you tell this patient who has presented to your clinic today?
2: Well, first of all, I would apologise for offending him um, or her. You know, that wasn't the mean... That wasn't where I was coming from and I was just really hoping to get a better understanding of his background so I provide an appropriate service to themselves. So, yeah, first of all, I would apologise and try and use the situation a little bit. Uh, and then, and secondly, I would ask if, you know, you would prefer me not to ask if that's their, um, their preference because, you know, they don't have to disclose if they're Indigenous or, um, you know, Aboriginal, Torres Strait Islander. Yeah, and after, if depending on if they do want to discuss their cultural background, um, and how it might affect their healthcare I provide, then we can do that. But if they don't, then that's okay. And he has identified or he she has identified that they are from Aboriginal Torres Strait Islander background. So even knowing that in the background, for me, I think that's something I need to be really sensitive about when I'm providing um, healthcare to this patient.
1: So what could you do to build greater cultural understanding and empathy toward your patients?
2: So I think, you know, at an individual level, I think a massive part is listening and engaging in things like cultural training and just listening to individuals you come across in your life. And, you know, just being familiar with the differences that exist between different cultures. Personally, for myself, um, I majored in Indigenous cultures and histories because I wanted to broaden my understanding. So, you know, you can also engage in a lot of academic things these days to help you broaden your understanding. But not only in on the academic side, I think a massive part of it is just day-to-day, um, just speaking with people, being open, non-judgmental, and not making assumptions, I think, is a, na- a massive thing as well. So, yeah, that's what mm-hmm. I, think I do at an individual level.
1: So that's actually all the questions I have for you. So did you want to add anything on to the questions that I've asked you? You i ask me to repeat one or all of them if you want. I guess we've got a few more minutes.
2: Okay. Maybe the second one I was like, what would I do?
1: Oops. Yeah, what would you tell this patient who's presented to your clinic today?
2: Yeah. So I guess once I apologise and try and diffuse the situation, I would then be asking what they, what brought, what has brought them in today and try and resolve that issue, I guess, in a culturally appropriate manner. Actually, I would really, I guess, because this has offended this person, I'd really want to just listen to their perspective as to why it's offended them, because I don't want to continue like, going forward to offend people from aboriginal torres strait island background um and if this is something that offends people i really want to be aware of it um so that you know it doesn't happen again so yeah that's probably what i would add to that um
1: yeah. mm-hmm. oh, good job well done.
0: well done ellie and now over to matt for some feedback
1: <laughs> good stuff
0: ashes on my neck i was getting so nervous
2: <laughs>
1: no that is that is so fine it's always it's like just that practice like under pressure especially when it's, when it's someone you like don't know as well like it just feels that much that bit different yeah um, but no good job really all well done you spoke really clearly and had some like really good points in there as well just like in terms of general overall interviewee staff you did really well in like speaking clearly and like actually putting sentences together which is like such a it sounds obvious but for a lot of people that's like something that's actually like really difficult when you get into an interview situation is like just being able to speak um speak normally and sound like yourself which is like super important in a med interview because yeah you need to you need to give them an idea of sort of who you are and how how you operate um so that was really good feel free to as it said there's like plenty of time for these questions. Some Interview, like unis will have more follow-up questions and someone will have less. So, but if they do need to get through certain questions, I think most of the time, like if, if they need to get through more, they'll just sort of like stop you and just ask you the next one. So don't like, feel free to take a bit more time taking a pause after a question's been asked and just like taking that extra second to think about an answer. I know I found that helpful when I was doing doing interviews. <laughs> In terms of the actual questions I asked you. So yeah, basically this this station is indigenous health um which is something that is massive in a lot of different universities so i know pretty much all of the ones in victoria i can speak for that they have quite large focuses on like rural health and indigenous health um because of the inequity that's between like non-rural and rural and non-indigenous and indigenous people something that's really good to have your head around sounds like you did you say you had done like a major in this at university yeah Oh, that's awesome. Uh, gives you a massive leg up already. <laughs> so, why do you think it's important to ask patients about their cultural background, including whether they identify as Indigenous? So, um, you did really well in in identifying like the fact that there's different perspectives in the way that people approach health from different cultural backgrounds, and you talked about cultural safety as well, which is like a really good. That's something that, like in my experience with medicine, is like a really important part of like being a good doctor for like everyone is making sure you're like creating a culturally safe culturally safe space is what um is mentioned a lot in medicine so you could even you could take these sort of points that i sort of had you could take it a bit further by defining what cultural safety is and sort of talking around that a bit more so like feel free to sort of just identify this this and this is why it's important and then talk about each one in a bit more detail just as a way of sort of like structuring the answer and then you can even feel free to like repeat the three points two or three points at the end again just to be like here it is here it is again and here it is the third time just so you know i know what i'm talking about (laughs) sounds like you already have a pretty good idea of what cultural safety is but for like anyone else who's listening to this like podcast it's essentially that like cultural needs and wants for individual people shouldn't be like denied or not provided for by like practitioners but it also has this element of the practitioner being aware of like your own biases and like attitudes and stereotypes that you might hold so that you're like not projecting them onto a patient so that's not limiting the quality of care that you can give which is some stuff you mentioned um but feel free to go like in a bit more depth because there's plenty of time to answer questions you spoke about sort of like providing for like all different cultures and stuff which is really good you could even take it a step further and be like it's Almost so that you can't be assuming of like certain diagnoses or certain life patterns in some people just because of their culture. So talking about not assuming things, which is another thing you mentioned in one of your later answers, which is good. And cultural safety is also to, like, build trust and rapport and, like, have transparency and, like, all those kind of words that are really good to talk about in interviews. Patient-centred care is another one that like, comes up with cultural safety. So um, have you heard about, like, sort of patient-centred care before? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so.
2: If <laughs> we're good to listen to you, they feel free to expand, yeah.
1: Well, basically, like, yeah, patient-centred care is the fact that It's not just like a patient coming in with a disease. Like so old school medicine was like very paternalistic in terms of like patient would come in, sick patient doctor would be like, here you go take these like treatments and and bother off kind of thing. Um, Whereas now there's like sort of a massive shift towards patient centered care, which is working out what the patient wants and what the patient's priorities are coming to a shared decision with the patient as to like what they, what you and what they want to do from here to sort of like help them get better from whatever it is they have, whatever they've like come in with it's like basically a way of getting better health outcomes for the people that come and see you because, yeah, if their priorities don't align with yours and you give them a treatment, like the treatment adherence is going to like potentially be dodgy. (laughs) So all of that stuff is really good thing, like all good things to talk about. And that can come into like other answers as well. Any interview question where you're talking about like communicating with people and patients, like trust, rapport, patient-centered care, all this stuff to talk about. For the bit where it says, like, including whether they identify as Indigenous, you identified, like, aspects of Indigenous culture really well in terms of, like, importance of country and um, stuff like that. Feel free to, like, keep going in depth with that so you could talk about how, like, they're like the family system and like the importance of family within indigenous culture um, importance of country and how like how to think about how that ties in with health yeah. yeah that was like all really good stuff that you mentioned what would you tell this patient who was presented to your clinic today so this is more of a like, what would you do kind of question which is like very common for medical school interviews apart like you, what you said apologize which is really good sort of a bit of a customer's always right kind of thing <laughs> so starting with that is really good and like explaining that that's not what you intended. You could say something like this is something we ask everyone, like it's a protocol for us because of all the things that I just mentioned in the first um, first question. Yeah, sort of like talk about in order to provide best care for you, this is why I asked that so I can get to know your background, get a better understanding of who you are as a person, where you're coming from, and then yeah you mentioned like individual preferences of people with culture because everyone interacts with like culture and health in different ways so it's kind of just talking around that and being like showing that you're aware of that really which is the important thing and then yeah basically stuff you mentioned as well which was good as like wanting the patient to feel to feel comfortable and not offended and also the way you came back to this question and said like the ultimate goal is like basically to treat this person like what they've come in with today is also a really important thing and for you to be learning from the experience is, is really good too a you don't want to offend someone but b you don't want to offend like all the other people that come after this person so that was like a really good point that you made and the last question what could you do to build greater cultural understanding empathy towards your patients so listening and engaging 10 out of 10 for those those points that was great because like that's what's like it's so important whether it's indigenous culture or like any other culture or any other background it's important to really listen well to people and engaged and it's sort of just like it's not about just listening to per- people to check the box that you've listened to people it's kind of like really to involve that in the care as well that they they're going to receive using um you mentioned your personal experience which was awesome as well the fact that you've done some study and that that's something that people can do and expand on as well as like engaging in their everyday life as well really good to be able to get like a personal experience you show that you've you've already looked into this and that's something you're passionate about as well which is like a really big plus. For a lot of med schools, I like really like that kind of thing. Shows that you've gone a bit above and beyond too, which is awesome. Some extra points that I had that like feel free to put into answers in the future. A really good one to know questions about Indigenous health is knowing the about sort of like the different areas of Victoria and Australia and how it's like different Indigenous peoples that are live on like each sort of geographical area. For example, like I live in. Torquay. Torquay Geelong area is like the Wadawurrung people but Melbourne is the Wurundjeri people so even like if you can work that into an answer sort of again shows that you're aware of Indigenous culture and, and respectful of it reflecting on your own biases as well is a good one to tie in with like cultural safety as well. Then you could even talk about, so you spoke really well about a personal level and feel free to talk about like, you've got your personal level of you and a patient and then you have like an organisational level as well, which is something that I hadn't really thought about much until I had like a bit more of a look into this this year, showing that like your clinic or your organisation is respectful and like values Indigenous culture and like diversity and that kind of thing because that that can show to patients before they even come into your life office that they're not going to be denied like cultural wants and needs and can just help with that like building trust and rapport and it's sort all of improve health outcomes really because another thing you can speak about is the fact that there is inequity between Indigenous and non-Indigenous people in terms of health outcomes. So, yeah, organisational level, like celebrating cultural events, displaying Indigenous artwork, having resources available in local languages and as well as English, interpreting services if that's something that, like, a clinic potentially needs, and having involvement of Indigenous community in, like, the way an organisation is set up. If you just, like... Have a look into yeah, Indigenous history. The Closing the Gap Report is another good one to look at. That sort of gives quite a decent summary of the current state of Indigenous health in Australia, as well as like the Australian Institute of Health and Welfare is a good one to look up. They've got pages about cultural groupings and all the statistics about health in Australia.
2: No, yeah, thank you so much, Matt. I really appreciate it. And all that feedback was amazing, so thank you.
0: That was definitely a lot to take in. And if the inequities in rural or Indigenous health is a topic you want to learn more about gabby went into detail about spelling out the facts in that close the gap report in episode 10 in our previous season so definitely worth a listen we hope you're getting some great mmi prep in by now and inspired to just get in more and as always if you want some personalized feedback just like students like ellie i'll leave a link to our mock mmi rounds in the show notes below otherwise we look forward to seeing you next time